This is To The Point with Marcus Anna, where we cut through all the noise to discuss the things driving the world of automotive sales and service. Let's get to it. Powered by Rocket. Mention the name Jeep, and the first thing that probably comes to mind is off-road capabilities. Over the course of Jeep's 81-year history, the brand has built quite a rep for its ability to take on the toughest of terrains and its unique road presence. A lot of that appeal is deeply rooted in the Jeep Wrangler, which we were recently reminded of here at Rock Air after spending a week with the Wrangler Rubicon 392. The enhanced trail-rated 470-horsepower Jeep is a clear reminder in its stands and extreme capabilities of exactly why Jeep continues to be one of the most popular brands in the world. But the reincarnation of the iconic Wagoneer aims to add another layer to Jeep's appeal, one centered on a more luxurious experience. The full-size SUV, which Rock Ed has had a chance to experience as well, completely redefines the idea of Jeep as a more premium extension of the brand. Offered in four distinct models, the Wagoneer, the Grand Wagoneer, and the soon-to-be-released Wagoneer L and Grand Wagoneer L, the SUVs are intended to be direct competitors to vehicles like the Cadillac Escalade and Lincoln Navigator. This week on To The Point, we talked to Chris Benjamin, the newly appointed Vice President of Interior Design at Stellantis North America, to gain insight on how Jeep is navigating its path in the luxury segment from an interior design perspective as the company looks to lure in more luxury buyers. So, hi, Chris. Thank you for joining us on To The Point. Hey, Marcus. How's it going? Uh, it's great to be here with you. And, um, yeah, looking forward to a conversation. Yeah, so, Tran Wagoneer. Very impressive. I, I got I got to say, Chris, just being inside that vehicle just gives you a completely different sort of idea of what a Jeep or the brand can be. Can you talk a little bit about the process in designing the interior of the Wagoneer? Um, yeah, you know, it's it's funny you, you say that it, it, it changes the experience of what you would expect in a Jeep. And that was that was really the goal. I mean, from the beginning um, with my design team, I really wanted to make sure that they looked at this as more of uh, an extension of the Jeep brand rather than just, I, I don't want to say just another Jeep, but thinking of it as um, something that really reached new levels and new heights in terms of um, quality materials, um, overall design statement, and um, just the impression it leaves you as a customer. How did you approach this project differently than, than you had previous projects? Uh, you know, I would say it was just, um, you know, at the beginning we folk, we, we focused the team and, you know, did a, did a small, um, workshop and even had, you know, a lot of the beginning design work, um, focused away from the production team and really just, uh, you know, looked at it in a different way. Uh, we have a, we have a space inside of our design studio, um, that's dedicated to Wagoneer and, uh, you know, using that space, you know, it's like when you're in there, you know, the, the mood shifts, the lighting changes, the, you know, 
the whole environment is different than the rest of the design studio. And so I think that's part of it is making sure that the design team was in the right uh, mindset as we started the project. And, um, you know, just looking at designing to the senses and making sure it wasn't just um, visual, but but rather, you know, everything auditory, what you feel, um, because it's that whole user experience that makes um, a luxury product something special. Those those senses are really important, aren't they? For sure. Yeah. How, how, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say that um, most times when when someone is experiencing a luxury product um, and they love it, they, they don't even actually know why some of the time. You know, it's hard for them to put in words what it is they love about it. And that's that's where the senses come in, because if you're pleasing the senses, they are communicating to the subconscious that, yes, I love this thing. And, you know, even if you're not able to say in words why, uh, you know how you feel about it. What was the biggest challenge in, in, in designing the, the interior for this vehicle? Um, I think it was coalescing on an idea with the whole uh, company and having the backing of, you know, the, the management team to, to say, yeah, you know, we want to create something that is different. We want to create something that will stand above and beyond everything else that we have in the portfolio. And, um, you know, really getting everyone to stand behind that idea in terms of, you know, not just the investment, but also, you know, their mindset in how things are executed, um, what customer expectations are, you know, really raising, raising the level of, um, expectations for ourselves and thus, you know, raising, uh, the execution for the customer. Anytime you, you do anything around the Jeep brand, <laughs> it can get tricky it, just solely because of what the brand represents on a global level. And people yep. are especially diehard fans are a little apprehensive, right? Anytime you're, you're changing something, how, huh. how did you manage to, uh, what was the process in, in making sure that you stay true to the authentic heritage of the Jeep brand and all that it encompasses when working on the design of the Wagoneer? Um, you know, I guess I would say it's, it's kind of, um, easy for us because we live it and breathe it every single day, you know? And, uh, you know, for us, you know, for me specifically, I, I think of, you know, the Jeep brand and I look at, you know, all of the products that we have across our lineup. And I think of, I think of them differently, honestly. Um, you know, the, the Wrangler is not as, not the same as the Grand Cherokee, which is not the same as the, Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer. Um, and it's really looking at almost, you know, different personalities within the brand and um, imagining them almost as separate brands, if you will, um, or sub brands within the brand. Um, and I think that kind of helped keep us on track um, for what we wanted to create with the Wagoneer. But, you know, Jeep, the brand is all about, you know, freedom, adventure, you know, authenticity and, and that, that passion that our customers have. And, we made sure that we represented all of those things. Um, but because it's in a Wagoneer, it's uh, the way it looks to you is different, but it still does all of those things. 
What was your biggest takeaway from the project after after you had wrapped this project? What was the thing that that you sort of said? Hmm. You know, I think for me, it's it's more uh, more about exterior validation um, than it was about what we thought of it. Because I think you know, as designers, we you know we have a special way about us. You could say I'll just use the word special, but <laughs> we we always um, seek to get as close to perfection as possible. And when something uh, isn't perfect, we you know have our our feelings about it. Um, and as you go through any any project, and it doesn't matter what it is, you know you make some decisions along the way in the interest of the greater project that may affect you know, your idealistic goals when you went into it. Um, and so you, you know what every one of those things is and you, you, I don't know, I guess we're, we're hard on ourselves in terms of how we feel something turned out versus what we were hoping for. Um, and that's why I try not to dwell on my own personal feelings about it, but rather I like to hear and see, um, what our customers think, what the media thinks, um, and, and, and get validation that way. Was there something that you learned during the design process? Like something about the process itself or about the Jeep brand in terms of moving forward? Yeah. I mean, it's this project, you know, the Grand Wagoneer says a lot about our expectations for the Jeep brand and, and also the bandwidth of the brand. You know, it, it, it shows that we take the premium space seriously and we know um, that we can compete in that space and create products that um, will do well in that space. And it's funny because sometimes you hear the comments like, Oh, I'm not going to pay a hundred thousand dollars for a Jeep. And it's usually the people that, you know, their cousin's father's uncle's sister owned a Jeep back in, you know, 1980. And, uh, you know, the, the industry in general has, has come a long way, but we as a brand, as a, as a company have also come a really long way. What does that say about where, where Jeep can go? Like, uh, to me, it says, it says we don't really have any limitations. Um, it says that we can, we can master the off-road and remain the true champions in that space. Um, but we can also compete at the top of the game in the luxury segment and and do both and do them well um we don't you know we don't like to put limitations on ourselves from that perspective and we also don't listen to critics that may say um no 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 th this is what you're good at this is your wheelhouse this is what you should stick to um that that's the sort of thing that we uh we we take as a challenge if you will you know you talked earlier um about the team and Jeep has talked a lot about the diversity of this team that went into yes. design in the Grand Wagoneer overall. Why do you think that's important and how do you think it helps from a product and brand perspective? You know, we like to design for the world around us and, you know, the, the level of diversity we had on this team was um, really amazing. I mean, obviously myself as, as the head of interior design for our, um, all of our products, um, in North America, but also, uh, Dwayne Jackson, who, who, um, works for me as my chief designer for 
Jeep and Wagoneer. Um, and then working closely with LaCheryl uh, Turner, she's um, VP of our color and materials team. And she um, and, and us work so closely together um, on a daily basis and not just on the, on the Wagoneer, but on, on, you know, every project in general. And then obviously having uh, Ralph as uh, the captain of the ship is, is amazing too. Um, and really looking at, you know, how we can cultivate our own personal experiences, cultural experiences, and tie those into um, the Wagoneer. You know, and for example, uh, if you look at different cultures around the world, um, you know, they all have a different idea of what luxury means. Um, some of them overlap for sure. Um, but then, you know, as a black designer, I think about, you know, bling. I think about, you know, those kinds of things that will set it apart, that will make it stand out. Um, and I think, uh, my team as diverse as they are, you know, coming from all over, we have, you know, white, black, you know, Chinese ancestry, uh, you know, Dutch ancestry, you know, the team is from, from, from all over. And we've sort of combined all of our, you know, history and cultural experiences to, to create something that would appeal to a, a really broad range um, of folks. I know you can't, can't get into specific products that have not been announced, but in, in closing, if you were going to sort of paint this general picture of what the future of the Jeep brand looks like from behind the wheel, what would it be? Hmm. I would say um, stand back and take notice because we are we're coming. We're coming in every uh, way that we can come. We are going to continue to dominate um, in the off-road space and create more exciting stuff um, that is true to our core. And then we're also going to continue to, you know, explore the the premium side uh, of our brand and, and really flex our muscles um, to the two extremes. I'll just say that. Great. Well, thank you for taking the time to join us, Chris, on To The Point and giving us some insight on the design process for the Wagoneer and some things that perhaps are in the works for Jeep moving forward. Hey, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for having me. Um, it's, it's, it's an honor and um, it's always fun to, to talk about the exciting things that, uh, that will work. Now, back to the noise.